Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care with Kylie and Michelle. Anglican Care, we're not only social on the bowling green. Find us on Facebook too. In today's episode, Michelle and I talked to Kim from Yogic Wisdom about yoga and the benefits this ancient practice has for people of all ages, shapes and sizes. Kim is a highly skilled and educated yoga practitioner and is the founder of Yogic Wisdom at Taralba. She is president of the board of Yoga Australia and is also the founder of the Karma Yoga Community, which provides meals daily for 250 children at the Ashraya School and Orphanage in Bangalore, India. Welcome and thanks for joining us today, Kim. It's so great to have you. I'm very excited about this one because I love, love, love yoga. Absolutely. It's a pleasure (laughs) to be here. And... um, Talking about um, mature yoga is my passion. So yes, we know. Yeah, I'm grateful <laughs> to be here. A perfect fit. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get stuck in. So, Kim, is yoga suitable for those over 60 who might have varying degrees of fitness? Absolutely. Um, that's our main market there at Yogic Wisdom. But throughout Australia, yoga is, well, not just Australia, I have to say the world, yoga is considered one of the greatest movements that you can have for seniors, um, particularly for bone density, um, and we can do it in a chair we can do it standing you can even do it lying down if you need to so there's so many ways that you can do yoga that it's a big misconception that people believe that you have to be standing on your head to be doing yoga and yeah I was going to bring that up actually because I think yoga is sort of enjoying a lot of popularity at the moment there's a lot of Instagram yogis and you know these gorgeous women posing in insane postures and it's like that's so unachievable for the average person does that sort of scare people off do you think Kim? Absolutely it scares people off Mm. and I would be quite a rich woman if I had you know a dollar for every time someone's said I, I tried to do yoga or or they've gone to an inappropriate class which mm-hmm. is a class like this like that's meant yes, to be for young and crazy sweaty and yes. uncomfortable and they don't feel empowered mm. they feel disempowered from the experience yeah and it's not a good experience it's not and I think that's what we need to be aware of it's like dancing right you can get all various forms of dancing mm-hmm. but it's suitable for all ages depending you know where you are yeah that's right yeah, with your doll you know your development so what drew you to become a yoga instructor well, it kind of found me really. I've been a meditation teacher for years and a spiritual teacher and I just naturally moved into learning to be an, a yoga teacher. Because so, yoga and meditation go hand in hand? Well, actually meditation is the pointy end of yoga and what people know as yoga is actually called asana and that's the movement. And it was only ever devised so that the yogi could sit to meditate to be comfortable. But what's happened is we've just got the the very beginning of yoga and said this is all yoga is. But it's only the beginning part of yoga is the movement. Because oh, really it's kind of a moving, some forms of yoga can be a moving meditation. Would that be right to say? Because you're marrying that breath with the movement and... Not technically. No. So what it can do is produce a flow. So what we would say in yoga and meditation is where you're completely absorbed. And through that you want to be seated and you want to be able to... You still. Know, still and yeah. expand and feel this incredible connection to life. But you can feel a flow and connection whilst you're doing yoga yoga but there's various levels of degree of that connection that you go into so there's a sacred triangle in yoga which is body breath and mind Mm -hmm. and I think this is what you're referring to yeah I think so yeah absolutely so yoga should never be done without the breathing you know and it's gently knowing when to breathe in you're normally breathing in when you're expanding the chest and you're generally breathing 
um, breathing out, sorry, when you're either twisting or moving forward to expel the breath to clean the body. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Share Anglican Cares Let's Talk Seniors on your Facebook page. Your friends will dig us. Wow, that's so interesting. And so can we have kind of covered this? We'll, we'll say it anyway. So yoga means something different to everyone. Mm-hmm. Those who have never practiced yoga might think it's a combination of gentle stretching and meditation and others might think it's more rigorous. Um, can you explain to us the different types of yoga that you teach? Yeah, so I teach classical yoga in the sense that you might call it Hatha yoga, which is where yoga derived from. Um, but for me, I always teach yoga to suit the individual. So I never teach a class with one size fits all. Right. And particularly as we mature, even if you look at teenagers, their body already is distinctly different, like how they sit posturally, maybe what they're doing on a repetitive action. So when we get near the end of our life, over 60, our body has developed, you know, little insynchronies before it's itself. Mm. And what you always want to do as a teacher is to teach yoga to suit each individual. And I think that's a good thing about yoga for all the postures there's different variations to suit different people would that be correct absolutely so an example would be arms above the head arms out to the side Mm -hmm. now for most people get uh, as we age we get really tight around the neck and the shoulders so for most mature people arms Mm -hmm. out the side out wide above a post above the head will always suit better and will get more opportunity to open up the chest to bring in the breath Mm -hmm. so we're always modifying and i have some that can't lay on their back because i can't get up i can have some that um can't be on their knees so I'm always modifying to suit the individual and so a class can cater to all of those different people Kim yeah at different levels a teacher that's done the training and you know this is something in the industry that you know through Yoga Australia that we're working on we need teachers who've done the training who understand that everybody's body is unique Mm -hmm. and that you know to work with the individuals with their body yeah You've spent a lifetime creating a home. It's where you belong. As you age, Anglican Care's home life can help you remain happy and independent in your very own home. Find out how at anglicancare.com.au. So if a senior is listening, Kim, and is questioning if it would be safe for them to start yoga, perhaps they are concerned they have no flexibility or upper body strength, uh, what is a gentle yoga you might recommend? I would ring the teacher or the school that you're looking at Mm -hmm. and ask them if they have seniors yoga and if they have beginners yoga and is the teacher certified with Yoga Australia, particularly for seniors because with like Yoga Australia, they must have their first aid, they must do their professional development points per annum and you want to make sure because there can be lots of complications and medications that seniors can be on that they they know that they're comfortable and they're going to be supported in that class. And I guess it's all about finding a studio that suits you like so it might you know you might go to somewhere and not feel comfortable but it's worth trying somewhere else because you might sort of click with that teacher and their philosophies do you yeah, think that would I definitely be think going to a beginner's class first if you haven't done mm. it and learning the yogic breath just a gentle breathing mm. in and out through the nose if you can mm. learning some of the basic postures with movement and it gives you confidence so for instance last week I had a lady come and do a personal yoga practice with me and I've just given her like five postures she's going home and practicing them and then she's coming into a beginner's class so she feels more confident yeah that seems yeah a great way to start and another way to start is um, I do all the yoga for the Lake Macquarie Council and at the moment I'm doing an over 55s yoga which I've been doing them for a couple of years so can the staff come and do that in their lunch hour it's not for 
of the staff actually. It's oh, for okay. anyone over 55 oh, that, in lives, the community. In, that oh, lives in the that's community. Oh, that's fantastic. And it's free. They do them in my studio as well, but we also go around the lake. So I'll do one at Swansea. I might do one down the other end of the lake and one at Oh, Trouba. that's a fantastic community Isn't service. It? So is that up on the Lake Macquarie City Council website? I believe so. And it's working with the community sector there. So Peter McGrath looks after that program. Um, she does amazing stuff for the seniors in our Yeah, community. I think Lake Macquarie City Council has got amazing seniors programs. They do. Even if you might not have a lot of upper body strength or flexibility, like you've got to start somewhere and certainly if you're practicing regularly, that will build over time. If you don't have upper body strength, is one reason to do it. Um, because, um, you know, as we, as we age, making sure that we can lift ourselves up off the floor or, you know, to stand and so on, we really need to have those important muscles and bone density. So an example for yoga, I had a student that started with me two years ago and was diagnosed with osteoporosis. And when she went back to a doctor, she had no digression at all. And he said, keep going to yoga because of that resistance with the, you know, the bone density. It's and amazing. sort of holding your own body weight and yes, things like that. Your own body Lots weight. of planking. Uh, no, no, not for seniors. <laughs> not for seniors, but no planking they, for seniors. they would do things like we might do wall push-ups with the breath, for example, with the finger spread and get the upper body strength this way. Um, and then... I guess that's a good example of a variation. Yes, so, that, that is a plank, but yes, it's against the wall. Yeah, a much um, more pleasurable way to do a plank, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And then also standing um, on a chair and standing up and bending over to the back of a chair. And then they... I've had so many who haven't got down onto the floor for years and after coming to yoga class after a month they're on the floor and they're wow, getting up again and terrific. they're using their core strength they're using their arms and these are really important skills particularly if you choose to live by yourself when you're mature yes my mum to has this. told me about this I think at one of her gym classes she goes to it's really important that you maintain that ability to absolutely. get from the floor to upright on your own I absolutely think there's a measure around that for seniors uh, absolutely and that and you know it goes to if you don't use it you lose it yes. and so you want to that's do a common some... theme in our podcast yeah yeah and that's something that with mature yoga you start you always start where you're at you'd never go in and think well I'm going to be where that person is next week because you start where you're at and once you settle into that and you accept where you're at then the sky's the limit where you can go yes and it's a very beautiful non-judgmental sort of philosophy behind yoga oh, absolutely yeah. and, and with in yoga there's a thing called sangha which is community and all our seniors after um, each yoga class all go out for a coffee together and they're all sharing they all know each other's grandkids so there's a whole community aspect and Beautiful. I have people yeah. come to yoga because their doctor has said get out to community and they're living perhaps by themselves and that's another great reason why people come wow all these great benefits we've covered in a couple of our podcasts now the, the necessity of muscles for seniors mm. um, uh, Dr Ward talked about nursing home muscles mm, those sort of thigh muscles that yes. you need to get out of chairs and really help you maintain independence as you age for prevention as well we've been talking to an Mm. ot and a physiotherapist so it sounds like yoga can have these really great benefits which can keep you perhaps independent at home for longer and i think as opposed to some well i guess all forms of exercise give you those mental health benefits as well but i think there's just something special about yoga that one of the things that yoga does do from a 
um, a fall perspective is as we can mature, our gait can become smaller. And so with yoga, we encourage some opening of the hips bit by bit and giving confidence. And then that way their stride can stay longer, which opens up the hips, which is then going to stop you um, and preventing from falling as much. So that's another reason that, you know, yoga is really important. So we know all around. This is why I love it so much, Michelle, and rave about it constantly. And out of curiosity, do you get many men coming to your classes? Not as many as I would like. Right. I've got to be honest about that. From senior men, sometimes in the over 55 programs where the Mm. council will have um, husband and wives will come. They're retired. Come and they on, come guys. Together. So I'd got to get on the bandwagon. Yeah, in the class, most definitely. Well, what I find with my husband Kim, I nag him to do yoga with me constantly, but he's spectacularly inflexible. Yes. <laughs> like you know, I danced as a child, and I've always sort of done yoga and exercise, so I've maintained quite a bit of flexibility as I've gotten older. Mm. But I don't think men traditionally have done some of those stretchy sort of exercises even in their youth so much. So I. He's stiff as a board. Yeah, I get that a lot. They're like ironing boards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what can I do to encourage him, Kim? <laughs> Look, I, I would just say like some lunges and some breathing and getting to come along to a class that he's comfortable in. This is a thing um, that I hear from a lot of men that mm. they can feel uncomfortable with having so many women in the yes, class. Yes, it's a bit and gender We, we tried to way. have a men's class at um, Yogi well, Wisdom your, your that husband my husband trained that and he's to. a very average everyday guy, right? So he's not a stand on your head. No, no offence, husbands. No, no offence. But you know, what I'm saying is he's not, you know, one of these feet, Super bendy. ripple yes. muscles kind of fella. No, no offence to Cameron. but he's no, no washboard abs. No. Is that what you're saying, Kim? Yes. <laughs> but um, we couldn't get the people to come, the men really? to come. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting. And I know a lady out Tamworth Way who was having a lot of success, which they, you know, because there's been a lot of mental health out there around mm-hmm. the drought and so on where they've needed support. And she's been really successful successful getting the men together you just need to get some and then you can get more yeah yeah it's it's been amazing and look women are the same like a lot of women prefer to go to those women's only gyms like Mm. curve so i guess you can understand why the guys aren't wanting to come to classes where they're totally in the minority yeah yeah so it's definitely something i would love to turn around most definitely Mm. yeah the the thought that yoga is only for the young and fit and to be able to have more men come they're two things i'm passionate about great stereotypes to overcome those two aren't they absolutely Yep. Are you ready to downsize your home? You're done with the endless maintenance and mowing the lawn? With Anglican Care's Retirement Villages, you can relax and live amongst friends carefree. Discover how at anglicancare.com.au. So finally, Kim, we know the importance of maintaining muscles and flexibility as we age. Mm. What advice do you give seniors who are contemplating getting back into yoga or trying their very first yoga class so they can get all those beautiful benefits we've talked about today? Yeah, I definitely think find a class that um, you know that other seniors attend. Find a class that you know is going to take work with you with your unique body, not something that's going to push you into something you're not comfortable with. And try. I mean, there's chairs in yoga. I have so many people that you start with chairs and move mm, on. I've seen that in seniors yoga yeah, quite a bit, actually. Absolutely. There's a lot of chair yoga that can happen. I actually also run a yoga class at Aveo over at um, the golf course at Newcastle. Yes. And I have women and men that come to that with and we've got people with Parkinson's people with MS people with um, lung conditions all types of conditions so I don't want people to think you have to stay I don't want people to think you have to stay away if you have an illness or you know something that because Mm, they can still reap the benefits there's so many ways that you can and learning to breathe 
I'd mm. say I'm learning to breathe because as you mature, what happens is the intercostal muscles between the ribs become really stiff. Now, if you can come to yoga and start to breathe again, what can happen is you get a lot of vitality and health. So just the breathing. Yeah. You might sit on a chair, move your arms and just with the and move your neck and your spine and your breathing. That's a great place to Kim, start. Kim, do you do that alternate nostril breathing? Not with seniors, no. Oh, no. Okay, because I love that. I just find it, you know, I wouldn't recommend it for those with colds, but <laughs> look, I, take, I just find it so insanely relaxing. Yeah, it is relaxing, but we have a thing called Ujjayi breath, which I'll just quickly talk you through, where you breathe through your nostrils and you slightly constrict the throat. Mm. And what that does is it gets the breath into the body a bit like when you put your thumb on the end of a hose. And you can get the breath to go further. Yeah, that's a good way of describing it, actually. And if you can teach um, students to breathe like that, they'll get all the benefits. Because if you can learn to exhale properly where you're pulling the navel towards the spine, you're building the core strength. Mm. And most people don't realise. I asked my yoga teacher who's um, a mentor in India and he's also a um, medical doctor. And I said, what's the greatest posture for core? And he paused and he said, Kim, if you can teach him to exhale properly, they won't need to worry about going into those harder postures. Wow. They need to learn to breathe so properly powerful. on the exhale. Yeah, great yeah. advice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Kim. We have absolutely loved talking to you today. Mm. Uh, and for all of our guests, we have a little lucky dip <laughs> to say thanks for coming. And it's in line with our ethos of health and well-being for seniors. So we'll wait while you open that so we can tell everyone what that gift is. All right. Well, it's quite a big box. It is. <laughs> oh. It's not a yoga mat. No, it's definitely not a I've yoga mat. Yeah. I'm, sure I'm sure you have. Oh, you wouldn't believe this. It's a game of rummikin. And yesterday I had my father-in-law come up and my mother-in-law was known for teaching all the grandkids rummikin. Oh, and this really? this is like a family heirloom for oh, the McDonald family. Fantastic. Wow, great. So I'll keep that and add that to the kit. Thank you oh, very much, thanks, guys. Kim. We look forward to chatting to Newcastle's only specialist musculoskeletal and vestibular physiotherapist, Nat Pulsford, about dizziness and vertigo in our next podcast. Thanks for coming. How can we make your life easier? Or what would you like to know more about? Click on our podcast link at anglicancare.com.au and let us know. We can't wait to hear from you.